Good morning. Hello. Good, okay. good Sunday to all y'all folks out there. R.I.P. those neighbors. Hey. R.I.P. This is the Sugar Bomb Breakfast Podcast Pod. with me, your host. Actually, no, I'm not your host. I am the host of today's episode, and my name is Fresh Big. And across from him is me, Medium Fresh. And to uh, Big Fresh is right. I am Fresh Big. Is Small Little Big Fresh. Uh, uh, uh. Small Little? I, I, <laughs> little Fresh. Freaking baby, freaking fresh. Oh, that's good. Except the, wouldn't it be like Bigger Baby? Frick a loser, frick a fresh. Frick a you, frick a few. Damn. We're all really tired. We just uh, woke up. Usually we are up for like an hour or so. But like we're all just fresh because we could not wait to get to today's episode. Freshly big. What is um, fresh big? Not freshly, whatever. Freshly boring. Uh, we're coming at you from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, a.k.a. Confusion Corner. And it's a beautiful, hot weekend in uh, in Manitoba. As, as everyone knows, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to help me out today. I'm, I don't have it all together. Yeah, me either, but whatever. We're just filming. It's yeah. boiling. How about a weather report from Baby Fresh? Okay, I don't actually know the weather, but it's like dying hot outside, and yeah. I think it's about 26. It's in the 20s, I think, today, if I checked yesterday. Good. And it significantly better, be. better than the last days. It's just so funny how, like, even overnight, it's in the 20s. <laughs> Usually it cools off at night. Yeah. <laughs> but these days, not at. Yeah, or the air is going to get a piece of my mind. But, and it's really humid out. I forgot about this. Alright, alright, put the chains on uh, down. Awkward silence. So, weather report over. How about we get into the cereal we have today? Oh yeah, well, it, well coming up on the show, we got a, as you all know, because it's in the title of the, of the thing, we got a movie review of a, our first horror movie review, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the classic from 1980, I think three, 1983. I'm wrong? No, I don't know. But, to start off, we like to review breakfast cereals, and today is... Who wants to say? Me. Okay, take it away, little fresh baby, tiny. Today's cereal is Captain Crunch de Chenu. What? It is Well, that's <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that was because it's, near- it's in Canada, so it's obviously Canadian. It's a Canadian side, but it's Captain Crunch's Connect Crunch, which is like Connect means Canada, like Canadian, and it's limited edition, made in Canada, flavored sweet cone and oil. Corn and oat cereal, right in wet, <laughs> red and white berries. What? Red, red and white berries. Red and white berries. This was I guess because we're it's Canada. Did, yeah. Did, 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 did we all understand what she said? Yeah. A lot I of did. times when little baby Tiny Fresh speaks, I have to ask Medium Fresh what she says because I'm wondering like, is it my ears or is it her mouth? Because a lot of half the time I don't understand yeah. what she's saying. And did she get it out? Yeah, she got it out. This is a limited edition Captain Crunch cereal called Captain uh, Crunch's uh, uh, uh. Canuck Crunch. And before we get into this, I'd like to announce that they put on their cereal that it is a cereal. Like, why would you advertise that? Like, we know it's a cereal. Maybe people think it's like a snack. No, nah, people think it's a dump truck. Of course it's a cereal. What else would it be? And now, now the satisfying opening sound. Captain's turds. Oh, those look good. 
Do they? So it's just right. It's just red and white. Um, ball. Um, okay, what do I do? Oh, good pour. Okay, don't pour baby fresh yet. She's not gonna eat it as it is. Okay, and then I'll take the other one. Oh, they're actually so delicious. Medium fresh, you give her way too much. Okay. It's not really good. Is it? Let's have a whiff. Whiff test. Oh my god, that smells amazing. Smells like blueberries. Everything smells like blueberries. It smells like the Canadian wild. Yeah. Or the milk. Mmm. That does smell delish. Smells like Wab Canoe. Smells like Wab Canoe? I've, I've never smelled Wab Canoe, but now I really want to. Yeah, I don't think it's how trick or treat was. Can I have more milk? So, yeah, give us some more milk. Please. Cause it's like kind of like not like my cereal. There's a hair in there. Thank you. All right, let's get into it. Three, three, three two, two, one. one. You got a big bite here. Sorry, but I wanted you to hear the crunch. I'm holding the microphone really close to my mouth. Oh, man. Okay. I can get into this. It's your logo. It's okay. And I gotta say, Captain Crunch is a cereal I never ate as a kid, never ate as an adult. I, I must have tried it and not liked it. I, I've never, I've never been a fan. What's your history on Captain Crunch? I didn't think they have Captain Crunch in Canada until now, like Canadian. Liam, I mean uh, medium. What, what, what's your take on it? Well, it was never really appealing to me. I always had my little cereals I already liked, and we just got those. But what was? Yeah, because you, you always had a variety of cereals. I always mixed them. Yeah. So this is this is like another like. Kind of good, like, base cereal and kind of like Rice Krispies, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'd mix it with something, like, better. It but, is, like, it's fine. It, it does have a wicked crunch. Like, yeah. It is the captain of crunch. ASMR. <laughs> All right. So, so, um, out of ten... I like to do the out of ten rating system for cereals. Um, what would what would you give this cereal? I'll start. I give it a I give it a seven. I love the smell. I love the texture in the milk. It's good. I keep going back. Solid seven. I'm gonna go last. So Liam, you're good. Okay. Medium. I'm thinking like a five. Not great. Yeah, it's like not a demon quality, and it's like it has a little bit of flavor, so that's why it's like like five. Don't do that. People are gonna think it's a fire in the entire house, and then they're gonna be like, ah. All right, so that leaves Baby Fresh. What is your? I have two separate ratings. One for the red berry. One for the white. You berry. do? <laughs> okay. What do you give the red berry? Hold on, I just have to try one more. Oh, she's doing it right now. She's, it's in her mouth. She's chewing. She's pondering. The review for the red berry is? 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Very high. Excellent. White berry? White berry. Fax is coming in. 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. It's really good cereal. I like it. 
So are you honestly, because like the history of, of uh, Little Baby Fresh is she really only likes cornflakes and Rice Krispies. The fact that you're giving this a nine means you'd like to eat this on a regular basis? Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Medium Fresh is going in for more. You want some Rice Krispies? Yeah. Top it off. He's doing the mix. He's having the, what's this called again? Captain Crunch's Canuck Crunch. And the funny thing about this cereal is the kids are like, what's Canuck? <laughs> and I had to fill them in. Canuck is slang for Canadian. I already said that. Oh, did you? Yeah. See, yeah. this is what I'm saying. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't hear what your words. And I apologize for repeating myself. All right. So there's your review. What's the average then? Well, you got eight and a half. Five. I give it a seven. You give it a five. So seven and a quarter, which is not bad. Four. All right, let's move on to our movie review okay, and call my... it a, a show. Wait, wait, wait. I'm changing my review. You can't. We just... Okay, change it. Whatever. I'm changing to um, 7.5 because I don't like the cereal milk. Hmm. Would you like one? I like the cereal milk after it. It just doesn't taste good. You don't like the milk? After it. Uh, after it. Mm-hmm. You don't like how the cereal blends in the milk? Do you like that with any cereal? Yeah, do you even like milk? Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. All right, well. On to our next review. I'm sorry, I'm still eating it. I really like it. I might have to go seven and a half. I'm going to change my review. Can we do I know we can change reviews. Anyway, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Last night, um, one thing that we like to uh, watch movies, of course, but um, Little Baby Fresh is not a huge fan of movies. I think it's just she doesn't like to sit still for too long, or more or less just wants to be on TikTok or something. Yeah. So, but I convinced her last night to watch um, a classic horror movie, and this is an 80s slasher film. And I know they did a remake in 2010, but we wanted to go with the original for a couple reasons. You never um, told me that there was a real one. I would have watched the real one. We did watch the real one. I said there was a remake of it yeah, no. in 2010. So they remade the original. I know. I want the remake. In, um, why? Because it's better, probably. You're speculating, and it's not better. Actually, I haven't seen it. It might be. But it cannot beat the classic. Not only that, because... It's part of the 80s, as I was saying, 80s slasher movies. Like, we all know, like, in the 80s, slasher movies were huge. Like, for some reason, box office um, bonanza. Okay, hold on. So, <laughs> they're shooting. So, uh, I'm getting sidetracked. So, basically, what I'm trying to say is um, A Nightmare on Elm Street was, uh, this particular movie was one of the more tame of all of them. Because in these 80s teen slasher films, um, you know, it's a horror movie, so uh, everyone, one by one, kids usually die. But the kids are usually um, uh, doing things in, in uh, <laughs> I don't know how to talk about this on a family-friendly show. It's just there's nudity, uh, there's a lot of alcohol and drugs, and just situations that are not appropriate. Especially the nudity for, for children, right? But there's no nudity in this one. And the other reason why I wanted to see it, this is Johnny Depp's first role. As a matter of fact, it's... Shawnee Zepp. Shawnee Zepp. <laughs> Johnny Depp's first role. And uh, he, if you don't know Johnny Depp, of course, he, he's a Hollywood A-list actor from Pirates of the Caribbean. And uh, a whole crap load of movies, especially kids' movies. He went on to do, like, the Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. Play Willy Wonka in there. And, of course, the Tim Burton movies, Edward Scissorhands. His career... In fact, Edward Scissorhands was his next movie after this. 
Which is oh, kind of funny because he has uh, knives for fingers, and Freddy Krueger, the main villain in this, his has a finger, not a knife finger glove. He wasn't that young though in Edward Scissorhands, right? Because he was pretty young in this movie. Well, he was made. His character was like fifteen or sixteen, but actually, he was in his early twenties. Oh, All the kids were. We're actors in their early 20s. Oh, that's wild. I actually went on IMDb and I read all the trivia for it, so I have a lot of information if you have any questions. So, A Nightmare on Elm Street, let's recap the movie. Medium Fresh, why don't you tell us what the movie's about? All right, so. No more? It opens up, and basically there's this girl running around. We don't know what she's running from, but she's running around in this, like, I don't know, sewer system. And she ends up getting cut by this Edward, or not Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> this guy, this Freddy Krueger guy. And then she wakes up and she realizes that the place she was cut in the dream was in real life. And the story kind of continues where they, um, the lady in the dream named, uh, what was her name? The first one? The guy? Tina? Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. We we're just going to say... Are There's spoilers the in this, huh? I just don't want to have... I don't want to worry about if we All drop right. a spoiler. Spoiler alerts for this movie. Okay, so Tina, she's a blonde-haired girl. Uh, she's, like, the first victim, and she gets together with her three friends, and basically she just gets murdered in her dream. So when she falls asleep, she has a dream about this guy, and this guy, Freddy Krueger, comes and um, kind of just tries to kill her. And then... And then a lot of the friends end up dying, and then this uh, this other girl, I don't remember their names. Nancy. Nancy? Rod. Yeah, well, anyways, like, after some people die, Nancy's the last one of her friends, and she basically then realizes she can bring things into the real world by, like, holding on to them when she wakes up. So she gets Freddy Krueger in the real world, and then she ends up basically trapping him. She sets him on fire. And then the end of the movie, I didn't really like, but... Uh, we'll hold off on talking about the end for a sec. Okay. So basically, the premise is... Just to kind of recap what Medium said. The premise is, there's this... Uh, there's this villain who's haunting the children on Elm Street. Because their parents tried to... Or successfully killed them 10, 15 years before this. So he's coming back to haunt their children and kill them all one by one, right? And um, and that's basically the premise. And then uh, yeah, and then uh, Nancy uh, figures out that she can, as you said, take if she gets hurt in their dream, the the wounds happen in real life. So if you get slashed in the dream, the the blood and the the cuts appear on your body in real life. So it's a very trippy film. Um, what, what do you think about the scare factor? Because I, I know Sarah. Here, let's let's do here are the let's talk about the pros of the movie, and then we'll talk about the cons of the movie. What we sure. like, what we didn't like. What, what did we like about this movie? Uh, I liked kind of the premise. I liked I liked the idea that he was gonna kill them in dreams. Uh, I liked. Um, I'm not sure. I liked how there was kind of a history to him. Yeah, backstory. Even, even though, like, it did, the movie didn't really make sense, like, <laughs> like phys- physics-wise. But he had, like, some sort of background that connected him to the dream. Yeah. It wasn't this random guy. Right. I liked how creative it was, because it's, like, a really, like, creative movie. Like, lots of, like, 
like they tried a lot of editing most of them failed but like let's be real here it was like a super creative concept yeah it, it really is it's a uh... Uh, I, I, I agree. I like the idea of the fact that they're in Dream and they're doing all these different things. Like, there's the the, the iconic uh, Freddy in the back lane, his arms stretched out. Like, that was just in there for whatever reason, right? That, that had nothing to do with the story. It's just a cool-looking visual. Yeah. And I think that was the idea behind the director's vision. Wes Craven, who's a legendary horror... Well, probably because of this movie. But the other now. movies he's done is uh, are, are considered iconic. But, like, the images of this, of, like, that one shot at the beginning uh, of just a lamb. Oh, yeah, what the heck? In the hallway. Yeah. Because I think it's based on, like, you know, it's, I think, a Bible verse about bringing the slaughter to the lambs or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like not that lambs familiar. are prey. What's that? Like lambs are basically prey. Yeah, so um, there's some really great imagery in this movie. Also, it's very cool to see Johnny Depp acting so young. In this thing. Oh, you know what I forgot? It was, as I said, Edward Scissorhand was his next movie. But in between that, he was on a television show. And that's how he really got his name out there before oh, Edward Scissorhand. What was that show? Mom. What the hell was that show? Cheers. <laughs> Not Cheers. Um, oh, God, it'll come to me. But anyway. So, so, so that, okay, there's your pros with it. I thought uh, Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger, did a pretty good job of being like a scary villain. Where's Robert France? Where's Robert France? Who the heck is Robert France? Robert England's. Oh! <laughs> I don't get your jokes sometimes, but actually that was, that was funny. Where's Robert uh, USA? Where's Robert? All right, cons. What are the cons? The cons. Well, the, the acting. Poo-poo. The acting. Some of the acting is brutal. Um, cons. I thought I thought some of the scary scenes are kind of funny more than uh, scary. But Which I ones? Think, Which ones? Well, like when the phone comes to mouth. I just remember. Oh that. yeah. Well, I think that's there's a bit of comedic element there. Yeah. At one point, uh, she falls asleep, or you don't realize she's sleeping. That's the other thing I like. Okay, let's get to a bit of like. Yeah. You like sometimes you're like, things happen and you don't realize they're sleeping, but then it kind of tunes in. And that was one part when she answers the phone. <laughs> and then he says, "The you remember the line? I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. And then, the, yeah, the, the receiver part of the old-style telephone becomes his mouth and lips, and he starts, sticks his tongue in her mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that actually was so popular. I think that's why in future sequels, he became more of a comedian. He was doing more funny things than scary things. Kind of both. Kind of gory, funny that was a big thing in the 80s, too. You always had to have that line before you kill somebody. You know, like uh, like the Terminator. I can't think of what that oh, line that. is. Yeah, well, they, they all needed catchphrases. Yeah. Um, anyway, so getting back to what else we didn't like about the film. Um, Baby Fresh? Um, I didn't really like the editing of the film or, like, the acting. Well, we said the acting. You didn't like the editing? No, because it was, like, really, like... It just... Like, so I was like, the edits weren't that good, like, like okay. you were saying. Sure. I felt that, like, obviously they're trying to build up suspense, but a lot of times the characters are in the dream, and they're walk, they're, look, they're, they're, they're looking wherever that noise came from or whatever. Right. So there's, like, this three minutes of them, like, walking towards the noise, and you're like, all right, let's get to the freaking thing. It was just like, yeah. that was a little boring. That's when you said at one point, this is boring. <laughs> uh, also, I found that... Yeah, with the oh. dream stuff, there's a little inconsistent. Oh, yeah. By the end there. Yeah, the end was Especially really special. Especially the ending. You're like, 
Well, that made no sense. She wasn't dreaming, and then all of a sudden... Like, that ending... Oh, and also, I was right about that thing. Okay, uh, this was, we're watching this, and at one point, this is near the end, and Nancy goes on her phone to her dad, because she wants her dad to bust in, because her plan is, she's going to grab Freddy Krueger at exactly a time, uh, like 12.30 uh, or 12.30 or whatever, and, and, then she, and then at 12.30, she wants to be woken up, and that way she'll bring Freddy Krueger into the real world and her dad's going to be there with a bat or whatever. Or not a bat, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Dad's going to arrest him. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and then she says, okay, in 20 minutes. And then they cut to a montage of Nancy setting up like like Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, Macaulay Culkin Home Alone booby traps, which is hilarious because she's reading a book. Yeah. Earlier on, she got from the library of how to set booby traps, like uh, a trigger that when you open a door, a sledgehammer comes down and busts them in the gut. But anyway, so they have this uh, this montage of her setting up these booby traps. Then Nancy goes to her mom and has a conversation, like when her mom's all drunk and on the bed, blah, where's the key? No, I don't remember exactly. I think that might have been during the dream. But anyway, so oh, uh, it's this, and this is what Sarah was, it's kind of a bad edit. That, that... It's just wonky because she does all these things, and then she looks at her at her watch, and she has ten and ten minutes has gone by. It just makes no sense at all. Like she would never be able to pull all that stuff off in right. ten minutes. And the other funny thing is, then she has ten minutes to fall asleep and capture Freddy. Like, okay, I understand in Dreamland that maybe an hour could be a minute, but how long does it take you to fall asleep at night? Like, yeah. Now, granted, this character has been up for like seven oh, yeah. days. On and off, more or less. So I could see maybe she would be able to fall asleep. But I don't know. It just seems like after all the trauma, <laughs> her boyfriend got slashed, her best friend got killed. You'd think like that would keep her up at night <laughs> just yeah. without the coffee. Huh. So, so I guess I'm the yeah. only one who's really excited to talk about it. No, you guys don't seem to be saying too much. No, you're, you're just on a roll. So, yeah, there's that that was the ending was really inconsistent, and then the ending ending, right after all the murder. Oh, yeah. Like, the Freddy stuff was really weird. So, just to explain what happened. Yeah. So, Freddy Krueger goes back inside, like, the mind of the mom. He goes back to, like, the nightmare realm. So, what happened is, yeah, Nancy pulls him out into the real world. Yeah. He, go, he falls for the booby traps, like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. Yeah. Um... She sets him on fire, runs out of the house because they boarded up the house so she can't get out. So she's cr- calling across the street where her, where Johnny Depp just got killed and all the police are there. Dad, come save me. And the other funny part, remember that part? Like she's from her bedroom window and she wakes oh, yeah. up. Help me, help me. And the officer's like, what's that? Or something. He's like oh, yeah. looking. And then all that action happens in the house. She's breaking the front door, screaming, screaming. And then, uh. The, goes downstairs to the basement, puts Freddy on fire, comes back up, screaming again, and the same guy is still there standing and watching. Because <laughs> she's like, get my dad, who's the police officer, yeah. John Saxon, amazing actor, by the way. Classic Canadian actor. It's just, it's just, is he Canadian? Anyway, so it's just so funny. So as an audience member, you have to think that same cop was standing there for the last five to ten minutes watching the scenario play out and not doing a damn thing about yeah. it. It's- yes! Yeah, Freddy, you're Kruger, you're fired. Yeah, Freddy Kruger. 
The person who was watching the murder happen for like... Ah, person who... Oh, that... Cop guy. The cop guy. Stupid police officer. So let's talk about... So anyway, so when Freddy's on fire, he goes back upstairs because the drunk mother's in her bed. Somehow he grabs the drunk mother or lies on top of her because she's dreaming. And that... So he's able to go back into the dreamland with her... And she disappears into the bed? That whole thing. Oh, yeah, and the cop saw. He's, the the, the dad, dad saw it ha- happen, but he kind of just walked away. It, it seemed like he just kind of continued Yeah. what he was doing. But then the door closes, and Freddy Krueger comes back out. But then Nancy confronts him, and she says, she says like, like, I don't care about you or something about that. And I guess his feelings got hurt enough <laughs> where he went back inside, and he couldn't kill her. No, because he said, she was just saying, I know how to beat you. You're not real. You're just a dream. So why should I be afraid of you? Or something like that. It seems like he, she, her position was, I'm afraid of you, so I, that's why you're real. Oh, uh, okay. Right? But in the dream, she wasn't afraid. She's searching for him because she wants to kill him. She has a... Yeah, she's, it's, just, it's a weird ending because it doesn't make a lot of sense. The continuity of the story is thrown out the window. Yeah, but the, and then... Yeah, she says that... I. I don't know how this, like, happened, but then she, like, wishes that, like, her friends were back. Yeah. And she leaves the door, and she comes out the front door. She and leaves the bedroom door, comes out the front door with her mom. It's a beautiful, bright day. Yeah. It's like nothing ever happened. Her friends are alive again. They pull up in a car. Pull up in a car. She gets in, but then, then the hood comes up, and it's the Freddy Krueger, like... Sweater pattern. Yeah, red and green. Yeah, and yeah. the windows go up, and she starts screaming. Yeah. And then they, they drive off, or Freddy Krueger's controlling the car or something. <laughs> I don't know. And then and then he's inside uh, Nancy's house, and he reaches through the door window and grabs her mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I thought her mom was going to be Freddy Krueger because she was smiling really, like, yeah, really awkwardly. Really but no. awkwardly. But it is that. It's a really fast, like, grabbing, grabbing the mom by the neck and then squeezing her whole body really fast through that small little window in oh, the front yeah, door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what you're talking about? I was yeah, like, I oh, my God. That. See, that's another element of the, of the comedy of, of the movie that is very minimal in this movie. But for the remainder of the sequels is really highlighted. And I think that's also why it got so popular in, in pop culture. Yeah, I and also, he's a scary dude. It's scary. It's all, it's, he's burned, right? So his face is all burned. I guess that's about it. <laughs> his face yeah. is burned. Uh, yeah, but like symbolism, like those those jumping kids. You, you remember in like the white clothes? When, oh yeah. I think those are like the girls playing skipping or skipping rope. Yeah, I think the those are like rope. his past victims or something. I don't know. I feel like he, they were in kind of his... Oh, I never thought of that. His realm. Yeah. Because they were also the ones singing that song, right? Freddy Krueger's going to come. Freddy Krueger. And fun fact, I, the daughter of the one, the one... The daughter that was skipping the rope, I think there was like... Anyway, that was the owner of the house. Oh, <laughs> really? the, the The people who owned that house, that was their real daughter. Thank you, IMDb. Sir, you, I mean, Baby Fresh, you've been pretty quiet around this whole review. What, do you have any words you want to say about it? You liked it? You didn't like it? Not really. I didn't. I can give my rating later. Um, I don't know. Well, we're doing it now, so we might as well start. Okay. Five out of ten. <laughs> five out of ten? Hmm. Five out of ten. Any particular reason why you give it a five? Everything sucked except for the creativity. Personally, I just didn't like the movie, but yeah, you know. I'm uh, glad uh, that and I you, watched you it. You haven't seen a lot of horror movies. You're only 12, so like... For a horror movie that was set in the 80s to scare adults, it's funny that you don't, in today's world, you didn't even find it scary. Not really. I'll, 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 go, I'll go next. Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm going to give it a six. 
A six. A six. Like, I, I really respect its place in the horror history of, of film. and uh, But as a movie holding up, it's interesting. But there's a lot... We did a lot of talking throughout going like, what the heck was that? <laughs> you know? Like, there's just so so many things pull you out of the movie watching experience. Yeah. And that's what I didn't like about it. Six out of ten. Uh, I don't, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of torn between six or seven out of ten. Seven... Because it kept my interest the whole time. I was, I was interested in the movie. It wasn't really scary, but that was the... Like, there are parts that were scary. There's a few, like, jump scares, but... I don't know. I think, I think I'm going to go with, uh... Uh, seven. I think it was good. Okay, so with an average of six. Average of six. Average of six, six, six. Nice. I'm just helping myself to more of this Captain Crunch. It is delicious, I have to admit. All right. What else? Let's, let's uh, get some shout-outs, maybe. We got right. a big day ahead of us. We're playing some tennis. We, we, we gotta are? get going. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Uh, I am playing tennis. I don't want to play tennis. Yeah. What did you say? I don't want to play tennis. Why? I do, but I don't. Because... You don't have to play. I know. Let's talk about this after the show. Okay. All right. So, um, shout outs. Mad props. I go first. Can I? Can I do two on time? Oh my god. Let me guess. Tim and Hortons. No, but you did it yourself. Shout out to Carolyn Gray and the people who are um working like. The people who are neighbors of us at this apartment who have to deal with our loud noises at 10 a.m. Amazing. Hello? This is your neighbor at 10 a.m. This is stupidity on the phone. Um, gonna, I'd also like to give mad props to Carolyn Gray. No, I did it first. <laughs> I can't give mad props to Carolyn Gray either. No, mad props to Carolyn Gray. No, all right, I'll, mad props to all the essential workers out there still holding down the forts. Oh, uh, mad props to the, um, uh, I don't know. Mad props to the people who worked on Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Very, uh, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout-outs to, uh, Shawnee Depp. Shawn- shout-outs to Shawnee Zepp. I'd like to give a shout-out to, uh, Johnny Depp as well. Shawnee Zepp. Shawnee like Zepp. I'd like to give a shout-out to, um, Glenn from, oh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Shawnee Zepp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's end it. Uh, shout out to anybody else? Shout out to Stupidity on the Phone. Shout out for, to you, the listener. Thank you for sticking around with us. Shout out to the three uh, people who watch our podcast. For a half hour. This is one of our... What? Shout out to the, people, the three people who watch our podcast. Um, actually, we have more than three. Mm. Like a good 24. 20. <laughs> but thank you for those people. We appreciate it. And... Uh, I, I should really set up an email or something or a social media account. I don't. I have no, we have nothing. So we're on SoundCloud. You can send us a message if you want us to review a breakfast cereal or a movie. We'll we'll review anything really. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty cool. Yeah, we got it going on. Are you have any questions for us about anything? Yeah, send it to uh, Sugar Bomb Breakfast Podcast. Mm-hmm. On SoundCloud, search it up on SoundCloud. Send us any. Um, you can send a message. I, you may have to start an account. <laughs> this is too confusing for people. They don't understand how to do Maybe this. Maybe people are already following us in SoundCloud. If not, go follow us in SoundCloud because SoundCloud is SoundCloud, and that's good. All right. So on that note, see ya. Game over.